You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Thanks for joining me as we pursue God together today. And as always, it's my prayer that these few moments help you kind of begin, end, or get through your day with a greater sense of God's activity and His presence in your life. We know that many times our plan A in life just doesn't turn out as we planned, as we had hoped for. And so this week we're talking about plan B. Sometimes the things we hope for are just fun, like hoping our favorite baseball team has a great season, go Cubs. But sometimes the things we hope for are serious. Hope she comes back. Hope we don't lose him. Hope it's not cancer. But one day it will be. If it's not cancer, it'll be something else. One day illness and death come for all of us. We're all aging. I mean, if you have any doubts about this, just go look at a picture of yourself in your high school yearbook and then go look in the mirror. It's a gruesome sight. From about the age of 25, bones begin to get brittle, skin begins to shrivel, age spots begin to multiply. You look down at your hands one day and realize you're looking at your parents' hands. Your hair stops growing where you want it to grow and boldly goes to places no hair has ever gone before. One day, and this is the truth, everything we hope for will eventually disappoint us. Everything we hope for, every circumstance, every situation that we're hoping for is going to wear out, give out, fall apart, melt down, go away. That's the problem with hoping in something. But I want to read an incredible verse to you. 1 Peter 1, 3. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Now notice two words. The word hope and resurrection are in that verse. In the New Testament, the word hope occurs 71 times. It occurs one time before the resurrection of Jesus, 70 times after the resurrection of Jesus. Now, I'm not a rocket scientist, but even I can deduct where our hope comes from. You'll never find enduring hope in something. Our hope is not based on marital status. Our hope is not based on career success. Our hope is not based on what the stock market does. Our hope is not based on our health. Our hope is not based on what others think of us. Our hope is based on an empty box where on Easter Sunday morning, this death-defying, grave-defeating, fear-destroying, hope-infusing Savior of the world rose from the dead to give you a living hope that can never be taken away. Now, I know many of you are thinking, well, well, how does that help me practically today? So what? Once I'm done listening to this podcast, I've still got my challenges, my problems, my hurts. Let me share with you just one implication of this for your life today. The living hope of Jesus gives you hope for a new identity. Remember the first time you received a a trophy or a ribbon for a little league team, a soccer team, a gymnastics meet, a, a dance or speech or band competition, an academic recognition. It felt so affirming to put that achievement on a shelf in your bedroom. And so we grow up thinking, maybe I ought to put my hope in the box of achievement. So you chased the dream, got the education, got the job, got the position, the sales award, or established the reputation as a high achiever. But for some reason, it hasn't brought the inner satisfaction that you thought it would. And you wonder if maybe you put your hope in the wrong box. This is why the greatest need for some of you today 
is to claim your new identity in Jesus. Some of you grew up in homes where you heard words that devalued you, wrecked you, damaged you. You still hear them. You're not smart enough, not good enough, not fast enough. You're not pretty enough. You'll never amount to anything. Some of you grew up in homes where you, you were abused with words, with emotional, physical, or sexual abuse. Some of you carry shame over things you've done in the past, habits that you can't break, the eating disorders, the substance addictions. But the Bible says we have a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's talking about what happens when someone becomes a follower of Jesus. You experience a new birth. You're born again. You receive a new identity because you begin to understand my past doesn't define me, but who I belong to defines me. You are a much loved and valued son or daughter of the King of Kings who defined your worth when he paid a high price and made a staggering sacrifice for you and your past with his only son. So when you put your hope in the empty tomb, when that becomes your hope chest, you become a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. It's your new identity. So today... How about if you chose to live with your birthright, remembering you are a much-loved son or daughter of the Most High God? God, may we live this day and every day with the awareness of who you say we are, that we are loved, we are treasured, we're forgiven, we mattered. We matter. You give, you've given us a purpose. You knit us together in our mother's womb. You numbered our days before one of them came to be. Help us to to not listen to all the voices around us that try to tell us a different message. Thank you that we can be treasured sons, treasured daughters of the Most High God. We're so grateful and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, live in your new identity today and I'll see you tomorrow.